Hey, y'all. <laughs> y'all forgive me. Um, for a couple of reasons. I know. I'm always starting things off. Just, I, I don't know how to come to y'all no other way but to be me. Is that okay? Like, I, I really ask, is that okay? But it's just going to have to be okay because it is just what it is, right? So, um, <laughs> forgive me for a few reasons, but we're going to get into that. As I just Let me just get the intro out. Let's start there, okay? Welcome and welcome back to another episode of the B-Mix right here on BeatSchoolsRadio.com. You already know what Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time are for everyone. <laughs> Duh. Um, <laughs> everyone that's included in the B-Mix. I don't know. It's a broad range from the unseen, the unheard, the overlooked, the forgotten, whether it be the forgotten part of you or for the person that just does not belong anywhere, the me. Did you know? <laughs> did you know that for all these people that are always list every week, um, that like that includes that's so broad, like each one, like it could be someone that is so successful, so wealthy, um, so poor, so impoverished, like all in between. So, so ugly, so beautiful. I just, whatever. Like, I mean, everybody is beautiful. All God's creatures are beautiful, but then. Okay. All right. We won't go there, but y'all get what I'm saying. Like, so the crazy part is that I just, I have just something in me, right. That just makes me cater to you know the all in between the the part the person that's so popular and this and that and so well known and even the famous but yet you know feels like they're the the kid the new kid on the block sitting in the bathroom eating at lunch you know y'all seen the movies the lunch tray first of all I feel like we've never done that but apparently it's portrayed in the movies so I guess we've done it moving on um (laughs) again welcome and welcome back um, I appreciate y'all for tuning in, viewing, listening, all of that jazz. Just let me ramble on, you know, week after week. I appreciate it. Guess what, y'all? I ain't going to say it yet. I ain't going to say it yet. I'm not ready to say it. I'm not ready to say it. I ain't going to tell y'all what we're coming up on because I've been talking about for a little bit. I'm going to let y'all figure that out. What I will do while I'm flipping to the month of June um, in my, what, EJI calendar that I love so very much, a um, historic Uh, I'm sorry, a history of racial injustice um, calendar depicting uh, quite a few, literally something for each day. Remember last week I read two on that same day. So just saying it's a lot about racial injustice in y'all's America. Um, But as I'm flipping to that, y'all, I'm going to tell you what I need y'all to apologize. I mean, what I need to apologize, what I need y'all to forgive me for. One, for me sounding like a man. (laughs) What we're going to get into that. Okay. Um, two, just for being delayed early, I don't know what I did. <laughs> I was just sitting there. I was not here for all of those seconds. So when y'all go to watch this, rewatch this, and as y'all liking and sharing the show, baby, just keep me lifted. I don't know what I look like. I'm sure I look like a deer because I've seen quite a few of them this week. Has anybody else seen deer? Okay. I'm rambling. It's fine. It's fine. That's a lot of deer, by the way. Y'all do know that one of our bold rules on the defense is that rambling is a lot. It doesn't have, rambling does not have to make sense. A lot of the times, though, rambling actually makes sense. Okay. I digress. Okay. So our Equal Justice Initiative or um, History of Racial Injustice moment for today, um, June 24th, Thursday, June 24th, um, in 2013, so much, much more recent to listen to this, this week, um, again, so the 24th and 2013. Um, this week, Kimberly McCarthy becomes the 500th 
person executed by the state of Texas since 1972. More than half of those executed have been people of color. I covered my mics. I covered my mics with the calendar. It's just, y'all don't worry about that. That was, that's my bad, y'all. That was, uh, that was me getting yelled at by my producer. Thank you. Because <laughs> I definitely set the calendar on my mics. That was dumb. So don't be like Benia. Don't, don't, don't be like Benia. I, technically, I don't really believe that because in the most humble way possible, I truly believe that if the world listened to Benia first, and did a lot of what I suggest um, and advise us to do, I think the world would be a lot better. It would be a much better book. Just saying. Do I know everything? Not quite. A lot of it. But I don't. But I'm good at figuring out as I step up to the plate. That's another topic for another day. But, um, so yeah, that is our, that's our moment for today. Again, Kimberly McCarthy, um, she was the 500th person executed by the state of Texas since 1972. Um, and more than half of those executed have been people of color. So as we, as you're out here having these tough and uncomfortable conversations, um, either amongst ourselves, you know, ourselves, um, or those that are not like us, but that need some enlightenment and not just, you know, asking and probing and triggering us for no reason at all. Um, you know, as you're having those tough conversations, Feel free to use these little nuggets, you know, just to drop them in there because we clearly see now I'm not going way off, off, off radar with this one. So we don't get into this. But um, as we see, I guess it took what it took for why people um, to be able to see what they've been doing to us um, for so long and what they're still doing to us right now. They needed to see Derek Chauvin's knee on the back of George Floyd's neck in order for, for them to consider just, you know, I don't know, even throwing us some bones, even just to consider throwing us some bones. That's enough already in itself to consider throwing us bones. They needed to see one of us executed uh, so harshly. I don't even know what word. There has to be worse word than that. Like just they had to see it and not be able to turn away from not be able to deny it whatsoever. Right. Remember, we talked about that when we were all like sitting there holding our breath, but knowing and scared all of the same, all these mixed emotions as people of color, like uh, this is probably about to be the same. It's definitely about to be. Uh, what's the boy name? What's 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 the little, little man name that executed that baby that took out Trayvon Martin? Oh, my Lord. I cannot forget his name. It's going to come to me. But um, we thought, I don't know about anybody else, but immediately that's what I went to because that was about like one of the first one. Thank you, George Zimmerman. Ha, I knew Zimmerman was going to come to me. Could not think of George, but for whatever reason, Zimmerman was going to come to me. Um, that, you know, we, I don't know about anybody else watching the, the case. I was just like, pretty sure because that set the tone. It just let that, let that nigga off. Just so, George, you just, so nothing. So you just get to go back to just regular life and you just killed this baby. Wow. Huh. Okay. Um, so I definitely thought the same thing for Mr. Chauvin. And, you know, we were shown something different. Y'all get that? Shown. shown. Okay, that was fine. It was a stretch. Um, but, you know, so it, they needed to be able to see that in order for them, what, to consider Juneteenth as a federal holiday? Huh. Thanks. Took long enough. But thanks, nonetheless. And the fact that a lot of uh, places um, 
literally a piece of like blonde hair on my lip or something. Um, that it, a lot of places actually took heed to that now. They implemented the implemented that this year, like this past Juneteenth. Happy belated Juneteenth, if you are just tuning in. Um, right on. Pause. Can we pause for that? I know I'm already in a pause, but I'm going to pause it within this pause. Y'all, I don't care what else I said tonight. Your B-tip of the week, of the month, of the year, it's the, it's the right fist, okay? It's the right one. So, you know, you have your left and your right. Which one makes an L? I know it's backwards for y'all to see me. Well, when you look at your own hands, because that's what we should be doing, self-reflecting, looking at our own hands, okay? The one that makes the correct L is your left hand, okay? So you put that one down. And then you lift up the other hand, your other left, which is called your right sometimes. And you put that one up and you make a fist. And that is your black power, okay? Right-handed fellowship. All right, I just... It's too many of us putting up our left hands, okay? It just It's a thing for me. And, and it could just be me being me, and I get it. I would acknowledge that, but it's a thing for me. <laughs> it is. And I, I guess I would choose now to talk trash about that when I sound like a man, but whatever. Maybe I'll take me more seriously. Who knows? Um, <laughs> just saying. But um, yeah, so it took them to, you know, eyewitness, like the rest of, like we had to eyewitness one of our own you know, being executed in the broad daylight in the middle of the street um, with so many witnesses. Like it wasn't like, oh, let's take them over here, right? So just so many things we can still unpack about that. Um, And uh, yeah, so (laughs) it took all of that uh, in the middle of a world health crisis uh, for them, again, to consider throwing us some bones. So there were, you know, we talk about as Juneteenth was approaching, um, I love to seeing a lot of the posts um, kind of just keeping us vigilant, like, hey, don't, you know, run to these major corporations and buy stuff and, you know, all of that. Like, no, go to your Black-owned businesses and purchase Juneteenth apparel and attire and just stuff, just Black stuff, you know? Um and so then they, you know, like, okay, well, you know, if we're con- going to consider it as a federal holiday. Let's go ahead and, and some of us implement it now. Love talking to some of my friends and some people I knew are just seeing it on social media that people were posting that they were off, you know, I believe that Friday prior to Juneteenth. So that was awesome. Um, so we'll see. Thanks a lot. Why people? Thanks, America. Um, yeah, sorry. Okay. I'm gonna move on past that. Um, but yeah, so about me sound like a man. <laughs> um, y'all should really have figured it out by now. If you tuned in last week. Oh, if you tuned in last week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so go back, go back. Let's not even start with last week. Let's go back a few weeks before then, okay? Um, so the beginning of June. Since June, we've been talking about family, familial units, family ministry, what role you play in the units that you were, you know, assigned to your unit assignment. Easy. That, that's what your family is. It's your unit assignment. Um, and I say that because that is to help those of us that have or have had um, or even will have, you know, issues with family that are so almost like life threatening or mental health threatening. Right. Because we seem to like kind of kicked to the wayside sometimes like, oh, it's not life or death. So, but, but mental health actually is, it's that right in the middle. Like it's like the, well, not necessarily dying, 
right? Physically. Um, however, the, the mental, the, my mentality is actually a part of my physical. Okay, sorry. I ain't gonna go too deep. Just saying. No. And I told you I'm not good at anatomy. So no, I can't sing the elbow song, the, the hand bone connected to the thigh bone. Like that's not my thing. I get that. But I do understand the bigger picture. The bigger picture is the simple fact that uh, mental health matters. And so shout out, quick, quick, quick shout out to, is it Black men or uh, I think it's Black Men Mental Health Week. It could just be general men, uh, yeah, men health week. But all men, seek therapy. Love you. If you're living, seek therapy. I love you so much. Okay. Um, it's for all of us, but just because it's your week right now, uh, go ahead and seek that therapy, bro. Broski, Brody, go ahead and do that. That's okay. Make a phone call, um, Google something, start somewhere. You will like anything else, just like, because we're in America. So, you know, just like, it should be easy to find health insurance, like something that we all need, something that they, you know, have thrown us a bone. Um, and, and definitely trying to snatch it. Anyway, um, so you would think it's an easy call, like, oh, you know, trying to, uh, you know, obtain um, uh, insurance, health insurance, life insurance, you know, just things. I don't know, education, just things that should be free. Moving on. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, so, but we get pushback. You've heard or either have witnessed um, folks that, you know, just, go through the ringer of trying to obtain, you know, different things. So it's possible, I'm saying all that to say that it is possible that you could get some, you know, run around, some pushback or whatever, um, as far as, you know, seeking out professional uh, mental help. Okay. And I'm going to say that's okay, but not that, not necessarily that that's okay. Um, but it's okay because that's what happened. It's, it's, it allows you to, allow um, reality to seep in, right? And so realistically, because we're Markham, um, a lot of things that should not be hard are. Um, and so I don't want that. I say all of this to say, I don't want that to discourage you. Um, like I've said to anyone else, like in general, I've said, you know, absolutely feel free to reach out to someone that you um, can confide in, someone that you absolutely trust. And I mean, with your life, I don't mean easily like, oh, yeah, shorty fat. So, you know, and I smash her from time to time. So I'm going to tell my whole story. Well, shorty seemed like she, you know, she in the crystals and she be saging and stuff. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead. No, no, baby. No, <laughs> no. What I mean is someone that you absolutely could trust with your whole entire life. Um, and then double think that, double guess that, right? Triple guess that. Um, because in all actuality, you you can, you can kind of trust a stranger that has been, you know, educated and has experience with the type of work um, that surrounds the help that you need. I'm telling you now that you need help. I love you. I honor you. I acknowledge you. I appreciate you, Black man. I do. I do. I uplift you, man. Okay? Just man. You identify as a man. I absolutely uplift you. Here's the thing. You need help. And that's okay. Okay? It's a lot of things that were out of your control that you need help with. And that's okay. And and you have not been allowed to express that and to um, acknowledge that for yourself. You haven't been allowed to do that since your birth, since before 
your birth, as soon as they knew that you were coming out as a boy, they automatically knew. And I'm saying they, because it's sometimes the mother, the father, grandmother, grandmother, whomever, right? Society says the society that you were born into, okay? Good old America or whatever country, you know, you are uh, zooming from, (laughs) uh, tuning in, you know, from that somewhere, you know, somebody thought as soon as they knew that you were of the male gender, that you needed to be tough at all times. But nobody allowed you to feel like breaking down in order to rebuild was a part of your process, of your strength process. And I'm here to tell you that it's okay. Go ahead and break down. Please cry. Please go cry. Yeah, think of something real sad. Ain't gonna lie. Think of something that will trigger the mess out of you. Think of somebody stabbing up your mama. And, and in front of you and just eyeball and you can't do nothing about it. I don't know. That should do something for you. Just saying. And God forbid. Sorry, I should have said that. Let me knock on some wood over here just for you superstitious folks. Um, sidebar. Um, anybody ever thought about superstition? Like how it seemed to have like kind of died out, which is kind of cool. Uh, I'll be honest, me personally, I was definitely stuck on like a lot of superstition I grew up um, with. And I know it's still, it's still there. Like something's still there, but it's not as like pressing as it used to be. Anybody acknowledge that, realize that? Okay, just me, and that's fine. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so imagine anything that you need to, you know, to trigger you to cry. Um, A while ago, I had two gentlemen on the show, um, shout out to Chris and Anthony, and I love that both of them, you know, admitted that like, the best thing to do, cry in a shower. So that way you can just, oh, it must be, oh, it's hot. I'm sweating and it's shower, rain, and it's tears. It's not. It's fine. It's totally fine. Because I want us to get to a place where you don't have to hide it. I'm definitely okay. Like, I totally understand and acknowledge that there are a lot of us out here that'll be like, oh, my God, he was girl, you're going to cry. And then he was crying. Okay. 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 Let the man express himself. Now, when it's too much or when I know that you're just using those tears to, you know, get some or get over it's a bit much for me. But crazy enough, I'm the person to like, just still allow it. Like, go ahead. You know, even that narcissistic move of like, as, you know, say as the woman in the in the uh, relationship and I'm opening up and telling, you know, how, oh my gosh, you're your brother and this, <laughs> right? Um, and then next thing you know, you're going into your daddy issues and now I'm consoling you and rubbing your back because you're snotting on my chest. That type, um, you know, that narcissistic move. Um, Narcissist. And so, <laughs> narcissist. And so, <laughs> just, just want to be clear about that. Um, you know, it, it's still, I still allow it because it's like, all right, you still got to get it out. But it just, this is why it's better, ladies and just people. Okay. It's good to work on yourself to where you can allow people to have their moment and it's still, you still get back to business. So, if this, you know, particular conversation or dialogue that you were having or uncomfortable conversation that we talked about a couple weeks ago, right? Um, that you can still get back to it and handle it, right? Um, it's, it's necessary. Don't I say that often? It's necessary. We just, we really have to make our it's necessary list. It's pretty long. Pretty long. Just very, very long. Um, and, and it's so long simply because we have to, um, we have to acknowledge that the, we have to acknowledge the bigger picture rather, not, not anything in particular, just the fact that there is a bigger picture and then to constantly define the bigger picture, right? And so 
the bigger picture um, really boils down to what I posted as the promo, um, like post for tonight's show, which is the idea is not to live forever, but to create something that will. And so because we've been talking about family all this month, um, I know that this, this statement, right, and phrase and shout out to Case Barnett Law um, that, that made this post aware. I stole from some page, but that, that's what's tagged on the post. So I give credit where it's due. If you want your credit, make sure you tag your stuff. Just saying. Um, but yeah, and so it could go so many different ways, right? This could be about, you know, your business that you're starting. This could be about your family of your own that you're starting. This could be about, I don't know, just any endeavor that you, you know, are striving either toward um, any goal that you're working to achieve and accomplish. It could be anything, um, but it really hit home for me and it made me think about family and it made me think about more so not just family, but legacy, right? Um, And so, it, it, I mean, it, every word I'm hanging on each and every word. So the idea, not just an idea, not, you know, one of, you know, kind of, you know, think about it. No, the idea. So the certainty and the boldness in this statement, right? The idea is not. So just wants to let you, it's not. <laughs> so meaning that there are so many other ideas, right? That So I was just saying like that one of and all that, all of those other ones, you know, cir- circulate around. But just want to make sure that you know that the idea is absolutely not to live forever. That is not your goal. Now, while we want to take a pause and understand that it's all about, you know, um, living healthy and, you know, being just safe and, and firm within who you are, how you are. So your physique, just everything, right? All that, your mental health, everything, all the pieces, all the intricate pieces that make up you, right? Um, you want to take care of all of those pieces. And it gets to be a bit much. So just like if you were cleaning your home, um, and y'all, I'm talking to myself out loud now, but, <laughs> um, it, you know, it's not about like, like right now, like I literally have to clean from top to bottom every single solitary corner because it still low-key looks like a trap house in here. Trap house, frat house, something of that nature. Um, and so it's not about, you know, do everything all at once. Oh my goodness. You know, hit the living room, hit the kitchen, hit the bed, hit the, no, 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 no. You kind of want to space it out. Even if it's by time frame, like, Hey, between 10 and 12, I'm going to work on that. Like whatever the case may be. Again, talking to myself out loud, ask me next week if I did it the way that I'm talking about it. But, <laughs> um, it's, it's not about, you know, doing all at once. And so when you're thinking about, what you're trying to achieve, what you're trying to, you know, what you're striving for, what you want out of life. So you have to self-reflect in that notion. You have to figure out what it is that you want in life. You have to. I don't know if you've never thought of that. I don't know if someone has never told you that you need to, but it is necessary. Again, there it is again. It's necessary. Um, And so, you know, you want to, you want to, you want to break it down right? You want to make it work for you. Um, And so it's because it's not about, you know, gotta live long, gotta live long. No, 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 no. Again, we said, you know, take care of all the intricate pieces of you, but it's not about living the longest. Let me, let me take it off of that. 
because I, I don't want nobody being like, so it's time to die. That's not it. You know what I'm saying? Thing. Um, so prime example. So there is uh, someone I know, and he was thinking about like knowing about like my show. Um, he had, he was thinking about considering like starting his own show, right? And so um, he wanted to give, and it's funny because this is the second person, the second male um, that I know that actually mentioned the notion of wanting a show that's just like a male's perspective. Okay, so the first one I know, sure, like this is not happening, but I'm not gonna say it doesn't matter, but it doesn't matter. Um, and so this one in particular that I'm referring to, um, so like as time's gone on, like as far I would like just give him tips, like you know, like you start to kind of do your research, just. You at the least your research and your brainstorming phase is jotting down topics. Like that's literally what I did for so long. Like I still have my little notepad. Like just everywhere. I mean, driving. I just pulling up. Am I saying it's the safest? No, but um, it is pretty smart. So then I, you know, told people just get into your notes and your phone and things like that, right? And so as we would talk and he was trying to, you know, say like, oh, you need to help with this, blah blah blah. That's beside the point because I would just shut that down. Like you're not about to force me to help you with something that don't benefit me. Okay. And I truthfully don't even want to be a part of Like, I don't want it to benefit me. Like, I just want you to take the advice that the free advice that I'm giving you and go and run with it. Moving on. And so it all really came crashing out in my head, right? Um, not to say that it'll never happen or whatever, but just it all came crashing out in my head um, because it was the one particular day. Um, it was like some time, a good gap in time that we'd even spoken. And he sent me something. I think it was like another show. It was a, it's a woman. Don't remember her name. Uh, but a woman. And so she hosts a show that's the male's perspective. How that happened, I don't know. But to me, it's pretty cool, I guess. Um, pretty cool concept. And so I remember his message being, um, so I guess I won't be the first. I think the woman was actually promoting a man's show or that a man that shows his own that gives a male perspective or something like that. It's like, oh man, I guess I won't be the first all man or something like that. It's like, so the point is not for you to be the first. Like I literally, I had to take some time because I know I can come off when I just, I was about to say when I don't care, but like, <laughs> like it's just, I just want to make the point and move on. Like I don't want to have to try to care about easing over your feel. Like I don't really want to care about that right now. Right. Uh, just, just things about people that will make me feel that way. Like you're trying to get at me or get with me. Like, it's, please, please. <laughs> just, um, anywho. And so, uh, I, I know I, I, you know, took a good deep breath and just finally, whenever some time had gone by, I was just like, okay. So the point I thought was never to be the first, um, and not necessarily even, I think I said like not necessarily even to be the best, but to, you know, contribute to this movement that is necessary. You see a lack, you see the fact that you see a need, you see the fact that, you know, men need to be able to just come and chat and sit and, but receive like positive, you know, reinforcement, positive, you know, influence, positive this, but, you know, realistic and talking and man talk, but not necessarily leaving the men to stay where they are that need this help, but to help them to elevate and things like that. You see this need, then do that. Then make your contribution. You don't pull out, you know, just, just because like, I'm that confused me and it kind of disgusted me. Loki was just like that. It's literally just like how any of you that may be out here and considering, you know, considering entrepreneurship, right? And thinking like, well, you know, everybody does this. First of all, that's already telling me, <laughs> I to legit close my eyes and take a breath. That is legit telling me how close-minded and small-minded you are. 
um, crying, uh, y'all. <laughs> Not Moni said, I got to take a pause because y'all was about to make me fuss a little bit. Not Moni said, I was today years old when I found out the left hand makes the L. Now, this is a no judgment zone, so I refuse to judge her. However, um, <laughs> wow. Um, shout out to the L man. It always makes his L with the right hand, though. So, you know, that's probably the confusion, Moni. Okay. Um, it's an insider, y'all. Y'all would not get it. I just shout out to the L man is all I'm saying. And if you are listening, if you are viewing, if you catch the replay, just put that into the atmosphere for me. Just say shout out to the L man. Okay. It's a positive thing. I promise. It's not like putting a hex on anybody. I promise. Um, I, I wouldn't know how to do that. But yeah. <laughs> I'm really upset that you, I'm proud of you though, that you opened up and felt that this is a safe place, which it is for you to admit, acknowledge and to admit to us that you just found out that the left hand makes, makes the L. That's how you learn that that's your left. And then the one that makes the backwards L is, is your right. So we'll digress for now. Um, we'll definitely visit that later, by the way, like off the camera. Moving on. Um, but yeah, so, uh, <laughs> Like, y'all, it's not about talking yourself out of something just because you see that so many people are doing it. Because if you tell yourself, oh, everybody's doing it, I really low-key hate that. And I've said it plenty of times. I've probably said it recently, too. But I try to catch myself. At least awareness is a big deal. Have you ever asked yourself, like, why Why all these huge movements? And it's, you know, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, first you know what? That's not a good example because what y'all not going to do is keep calling it, you know, happy breast cancer month. We're not, we not celebrating breast cancer in October, y'all. What we're doing is promoting awareness of the illness, okay? It's awareness that y'all are missing. Awareness. Making people aware, more aware of, you know, the risks or, you know, the factors, whatever the case may be, like all of that awareness. Okay. So I might even actually have um, uh, missed that of saying, I think I'm going to find out when we come back from this commercial break, I'm going to find out exactly if it's black men's mental health week or if it's men's mental health awareness week. Right. So I might even be missing their awareness word. So I'm going to get back to it after this commercial break. Okay. See you in a bit. Psych. I'm looking it up now, y'all. Hold on. That's what I say. I told y'all. Give me a minute. Black men's. What a mental health. Okay. Black men as well. So it's, there we go. Okay. So black and African-American communities and mental health. Okay. That's not what I was looking for. Okay. Okay. Wow. Okay, so we're going to type in week so that way they can know exactly what I'm talking about. Google plays the too much, okay? Um, I really just wanted to say something. So my bad, y'all. I thought I was going to have it for y'all right now. I'm going to just, like I said, the first time, I'm going to wait till after the commercial break. So I'll have it ready when we come back, okay? I'll see y'all in a bit.
Okay. Welcome back. Guess who's busy? Um, <clears throat> this is so crazy, y'all. I'm okay. There we go. It's black men's mental health. I, like I get all of that, but I'm telling y'all, men's health week. I guess that's it. But I know I've seen men's mental health week. I believe that's more, and I think that's the correct name for it. Um, but I'm saying like Black Black Mental Health Week 2021. So I'm saying a couple different ones, but on social media, I know for sure. I just went to Google. Um, but of course, it's just the promotion of here. Here's yet another bone that they're throwing us. Um, let, let me explain why I say a bone because it is me taking like a shot at it, right? It's a bone because at least they're allowing us, like I, I legit feel like we're still on the plantation and sneaking and whispering like, hey, you know, mental health, that thing, mental health, that, you know, that's such and such down the way, you know, at, at the other plantation, hey, and it's dealing with and this and that. So allowing us to talk a little more about it, we've, we've been allowed to read a lot more up on it, um, but yet y'all still make us function in such a society and a an economy and um our work environments um that's you know forced to trigger and diminish uh and demean us as people as human beings with mental health issues because i know this is me as a non-professional right so my unprofessional right opinion about mental health is that we all have mental health issues i truly for the most part, believe that. Like 86% of me believes that. What I'm 100% sure is what I've said a million times before is that if you are breathing, you need to seek therapy. That's it. That's it. And that's okay. On a good day, you need therapy. On a bad day, you need therapy. In between, you need therapy. Okay? Um, why, am I, why am I so, I don't know. Maybe I'm promoting it so heavily because I just had a therapy appointment earlier. Um <laughs> Let me tell you how I thought it was yesterday. <laughs> um, call left her voicemail and everything. Like, hey, you know, I'm getting some work done. Y'all, I got work done on my car and you can't tell me nothing. I got new brakes and they real good. Like platinum. I didn't know. Like they come in like flavors and stuff. And um, shout out to my brother that may or may not catch this later on. And he probably won't want to cuss me right, right about now because he is the definition of a grease monkey, baby. He's the one to tell you all he needs to have is like a black or a haystack stick or something hanging out his lip. And, you know, telling you the carburetor, alternator, r- rough rub, rubber band, a nader. Uh, you want to reach around and wrench it off. And then you put it back two times and then it go crank, crank, and then you get the drive off. Like he's that person about every car, every, every single thing without looking at it. To, like you're the one, he's the one that you can tell him like it goes kr, 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 and he can just tell you. Um, so all that to say, he's told me a million times. Shout out to my sons. Um, but uh, I don't got it. I, I ain't get it. I don't know. But um, I did learn some stuff and I feel like I'm a professional mechanic now. I do. <laughs> I feel like that. Um, I learned about getting getting new brakes. Like I got the real good ones. And baby, when I've been driving since, over. Over for y'all. Y'all hear me? Now I ain't saying I'm running up on y'all and then, you know, slamming on brakes. But baby, if I had to, which I've had, because y'all play too much out here, I've definitely been able to do that. Um uh, so, but and, anywho, I, I think I'm definitely on a high low key because this is going into like what I talked to her about 
um, that like I got some work done on my car yesterday. So that's what made me call her yesterday, thinking my appointment was yesterday. Like, hey, you know, I'm getting some work on my car. I probably don't want to sit down and be, you know, bled in my therapy, which I couldn't, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and then I got like work done on the house too. Like finally got, yo, my back door. I don't want to talk about it, but baby, it sticks. And I can like my door. And you, again, you can't tell me anything. It is the small things. Y'all wait till I'm married. I'm going to be telling y'all every little thing that my husband did. Probably not. But the things that excite me, which are the things that you would never in a million years think that like really brings me joy. And I have like, legit, is that Anita Baker? You bring me joy. All right. <clears throat> Told you about my man through. But um, as y'all just imagine that I went up there when I pointed. You know? um, but yeah, like I legit am so joyous about these two things happening yesterday. Um, and so much goodness happened today. God is moving and working and looking out for a real nigga. Okay. Just want to be very clear about that. God be looking out for niggas. Okay. Just letting y'all know. Um, so yeah. So anyway, so I was telling her all about that. Um, cause we, I actually, the appointment was today. Um, so I got the reminder today that it was today. So I felt like this small cause I, again, called and left her a voicemail like, Hey, you know, can we reschedule? Just whatever date you set, it's fine. My schedule's pretty flexible now. So it's been, um, and so maybe that's why I'm pressing and pushing for um, therapy so hard today, which I know I didn't advocate for it before, plenty of times before. So cut it out. Um, but all of that because of the fact that, you know, that I believe that that's what would help to, I don't want to say it would like help to churn. There we go. It'll help churn the glue because I'm not going to say that is the glue, but it would help to churn the glue that would help to stick us together as families. Because I was coming back to it. I don't know why y'all thought I wasn't going to get to it. Hey, Nate. Hey. Shout out to the Artist Exchange, y'all. Catch it. radio.com Mondays at five. Tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> Like, I don't know why I always think it's Friday. Oh, I'll be like, this is between Fridays and Mondays. I'm tripping. Go back. The Artist Exchange, catch it. Fridays at 5 on BeExposedRadio.com. You're welcome, okay? Do not miss it. The boys' hands are talented here. I'm definitely still about to slide through there. Get some things. Just got to get my coin again. Okay? Moving on. Because um, I don't want... Why? Why, y'all? Why I say that? Because I don't want to be the one to come in there and I'm like, hey, we both want to be exposed. Hey, family discount? No. No, I won't pay you what you're due, okay? Now, um, again, catch the Artists of the Shames Fridays at 5 on BeExposedRadio.com. Um, honey, so I think that, you know, therapy and, you know, or whatever you want to call it, counseling, um, what, what else can you call it? Whatever you need to call it, sitting on the couch, talking to the shrink. Lord, my dad legit referred to it as a shrink earlier and just... It took, it took us back to like 1972. But, um, you know, it, I, be, I believe that it is the thing that would help to churn the glue that will help to help the family unit to stick together. One, because we, we know without having to say, but let's say it anyway, um, for shits and giggles, that we need families to, to stick together. Does it mean that we are promoting all the wrong people that don't need to be in the same? Like, do we are we not acknowledging the toxicity that flows throughout families and family units? No, ma'am, going on, going on upstairs. Okay, we all we all play. I'm on my show. Thank you so much. Bless you. There we go. 
because she should be passed out anyway. Y'all, Miss Pam started camp this week. Don't y'all think that I was just being a hypocrite now? Don't y'all do that. We're like, oh, we're going to talk about sticking together and they're going to tell your baby go upstairs. Yes, she's four. It's 8.45 p.m., okay? And camp has been whooping Miss Ma'am, okay? That baby barely makes it home. Um, but yeah, so if we need to stick together, right? Um, and that that's the only statement I'm making. I'm not saying... I'm not promoting the idea that a lot of us grew up with of, you know, that notion of, you know, with Hepson's house, Stays' house, that's not what I'm saying. That's not sticking together. Sticking together is actually doing it the right way in order to stick together. Sticking together is actually calling out what is wrong in order to be able to fix it and to address, at least to address it um, and on the road of recovery in order to, for it to be fixed. That's sticking together. That's the same way of like, if I give you um, the advice, at least just for myself, if I'm saying, hey, keep pushing, press through, am I saying that, you know, keep going even though you're exhausted and pass out? No, that's not what I'm saying, right? So sometimes that's why we have to take a moment to reevaluate how what we say and what we mean can be perceived, right? So when I say press through and push on, you know, or push through and press on, um, rather it's for me, it means, you know, take rest when need be, right? Take heed, you know, to your own needs. That's good. Take heed to your needs. Oh, y'all welcome. Y'all know I love rhyming words. Okay. Shout out to rhyming words. Um, they just make all things good. Um, but you know, like it's, if you're going to press through that, that's, that's the thing, you know, if it's pressing on, isn't, you know, oh, I'm gonna just keep doing this thing. And I don't even really know if this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Pressing on and pushing through means to seek guidance, to seek wise counsel. Y'all know where you, the only place where you get the, the wisest of counsel is Christ Jesus. Okay, so I'm just going to throw that out there and let y'all know that right now. Um, and so anybody that's connected to him could probably help you there too. But why not get connected to him for yourself so that way you can seek that wise counsel and, and receive that and then know what to do with it so you don't misuse it. Come on. I'm going to come on now. I'm going to row. All right. I'm yelling. Um, But, you know, so again, just going back that, you know, if we need to stick together, meaning that, you know, we for different per family unit, different thing, different strokes for different folks. You know, it means something different for each family. A lot of families have, you know, similarities. But that goes back to the example earlier where I was talking about being small minded of saying that, oh, everybody's doing it. You know, so I'm not going to do it. First of all, you don't know everybody. You don't. You may know a lot of people. It's still not 7 billion people. I don't, I don't know what number we at now with COVID, but same. Roughly 7 billion people, okay? Um, you don't know that many people. You should not ever, ever, uh, you know, belittle yourself or, you know, shrink yourself talking about shrink, shrink or minimize yourself or your business or your ideas or your endeavors to say that, you know, you know everything or that you have seen what everybody else is doing. You don't. You don't. Because again, going back to to tie back into family, I love the fact that we see a lot of posts or I've seen quite a few posts out here that'll say that, you know, it's not for your family and friends to be your audience. Not for your family and friends to be your clientele. Doesn't mean that they can't be a part of it, but that's not your targeted audience. If that is all that you're targeting, so when you get all bent out of shape, when somebody close to you does not support you, get over it. Been there, 
been there and I haven't even blown up yet. I haven't gotten, you know, to where I'm going. So, you know, but at least on a smaller level, I've been able to, you know, get over that hump, right? I've been able to just work through like, okay, wow, (laughs) that's funny, but okay, so cool. So when I'm like a man at the gas station, shout out to Martin, I'm about to blow up, like, shout out to niggas, like, (laughs) to strangers, appreciate y'all, you know? So it's, it's not about, you know, saying everything, everything, be careful of that. And when I think about like on the spiritual side, when I'm praying and all that, like I literally call out the fact that God, you're the only person that I can come to and confidently believe in everything. So when you make the statement of you created all because you're the creator of all that you, you know, that you rule everything that you, that everything answers to you, that, you know, nothing happens without your say so, without the fact that you did it or you approved it or, you know, something like I can only come to you confidently, Lord, to believe in all and everything. And when you say nothing, that's nothing. Nothing is too hard for God. That none of your words will return unto you, boy. Things like that. I can't give that level of trust to anyone else. And that's okay. I think we get bent out of shape because we feel like we can't give that to anyone else. And we're not supposed to. constantly, I've told y'all this before, constantly am I reminded that I, like, that God is like, I, 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 that's hot, Benia. You want to be able to depend on this person or that thing, you know, for, for this, whatever need that you have or ever desire, you know, and want that you may, you know, possess. But no, it's me, baby. Big old God. God pressure. Yeah. Like, all right. Sorry, I'm putting too much. But you know, like I've been reminded, like I can't depend on not, 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 not over there. And I truly, truly, truly like being an all transparency to y'all, which I always am. But like this is like a number one thing on my list. Top five, top five, top five, top five. Um, that I believe that that's one of the main reasons why, like, my husband has been held from me because I know that God knows that. For a couple different reasons. One, I used I couldn't see past marriage. I just knew that was a goal of mine. That was, and I'm going somewhere. I promise. I'm bringing all of this together. Okay. I know. I feel like y'all probably feel like I'm all over the place, but I'm actually coming. So I'm coming to a place. Um, I just want to tell y'all that, just in case. Um, that you know, I I dreamt of marriage, and I looked forward to it, and you know, just could kind of paint out what it would be like starting off. But going further into marriage on that, I couldn't see that. It was equivalent to way, way, way back when, you know, them uncolored, you know, folk would look at maps and stuff like that and and go to explore and go on these explorations and all that. And they thought that they would look at a map and thought that the world was flat. I thought that you would get up, you know, what to, to Canada and fall off or get over to Antarctica or something, fall off or, where, you know, wherever. Um, told y'all, you know, geography ain't my thing either now. Calm down. I don't know what's at the end. And I know something's the top, something's the bottom, something's moving on. Um, <laughs> but either way that you would get, you know, to the place like on the map and fall off. And so it was something like that for me when it came to marriage. It's something I wanted so heavily, so badly, dreamt of so heavily, right? Um, and thank God it was always like in a healthy way now I think about it, but still like 
I still had to get better at it. So remember, sometimes something can be good and still there's more, there's more work for you to do. There's improvement for you to make because we're learning to stomach the idea that sometimes your best is not good enough. And if it's not good enough, that doesn't mean to fall off the map. It means to work on it. It means to improve, right? It means to press through and push through and press on. Um, and so it, my marriage for me was that. And so because I could not see past that, I know that was one of the, one of the main reasons why God has kept that from me, um, for myself too. He knows, I, I, I'm pretty sure he knows. Like, I don't even think it's going to be one of those things like, oh, you think this? Let me test you with that. Like, I know he knows like, Lord, when it happened, it got to be right. That's it. Mm-mm. Ain't no, I'm not judging nobody that's ever divorced anything. And for me, if anything, I'm preparing in my single season how to, if I am called to be the widow um, or, you know, just my heart for my husband, for if he becomes a widow or like whoever goes first, like I legit pray it's like a, you know, a, night, a notebook thing. Like it's right at the same time. It's not too devastating to our kids and grandkids and everybody around us. Like, let us go peacefully and all that in like decades, decades to come, scores to come. Um but, you know, one of the definite main reasons is because I know that God is aware. Um, one, because I finally, one, he knows me. Duh, he knows all. But, um, because. Oh, somebody locked the door. Y'all hold on. Just, hold on. Benji. Um. Okay. Guess who's busy? Um. So you know, it was like uh, it, like what, what was I saying? Shoot, shoot, shoot! I almost lost it. I lost it, kinda. It's gonna come back though. Um. Right. So it was like a. I know that. One, because he knows me and knows all, but also because I, I admit it, like finally, like grew up and admitted it. And was like, Lord, I know that I've struggled with, like I was saying earlier, where, you know, he's shown me that I need not to you know, depend on this person or that thing, like for my things. I just feel like, oh, if you come through for me, okay. But then that's how I feel betrayed. That's how I'm hurt and all that. And it's like, you weren't supposed to depend on this person anyway. Y'all know my piece of advice that I've shared, usually when it comes to like friendships, like people feel like they're betrayed by friends. And, you know, my outlook on it now, my perspective is that you really, the the hurt and the pain and the feeling of betrayal is really on yourself, that you betrayed yourself, assuming and expecting more from a person that either they were willing or even capable of, of giving or being to you or for you, right? Um and so even with, with that being said, like, because I was that type of person, then, um, and it's because of my level of knowing it, it's, it's so crazy because it's also like a piece of your mind that says, well, you know, like for me, it's like, I know how dependable I, I am and can be right for people and how I would go out of my way for people that I know and love and care about and cherish. Um, and so it is a part of, you know, you as a part of a good person, you know, to want and to expect um, that same, you know, reciprocity, right? And so um, it was something about the fact that I finally got to a place where I was like, you know, God, I get that you need to really prepare me for the fact that, you know, I will be married someday. I'm, I'm not, I don't question that. 
even though I'm joking, say that I don't see it happening, but <laughs> I really don't question it. Um, it's that I know that he has to get me at a place where, you know, my husband can, you know, let me down somewhere and I not feel like it's the end of the world, nor question like, ooh, does this mean I did something wrong? Does this mean like I, I said I do to who I don't? Like, you know, like not, I don't, I don't need to go to that extreme. I need to know how and where to turn to be able to, you know, fix that and work that, you know, through and work, work, over, work to be over that. Um, whatever that thing may be. And because it could happen more than once too, I know my thing will be like, okay, I let this, you know, slide. Oh, okay, I let this slide to, to, oh, all right, now we slipping and sliding in. All right, now let's stand up. These wobble knees, I want to get up. And so we'll be like, okay, I let all this slide. And then this thing is built up and then it's boom, like they doing with these little fibers. I was like, um, so it's, it's not, it's the matter of, understanding that, you know, it's not to depend on anyone else, but God. So when you take that same perspective and flip it into when we're talking about family, family unit, family ministry, your contribution to your family unit, um, or before I've said familial unit, um, it's not about putting so much pressure on the other people, the other persons, whether it's in your household, in your unit, um, you know, whatever case it be, because I know I, I want to say a lot of us are, you know, grown now, like just thinking of like my peers and um, generation that we're grown so where like, you know, siblings, because we think of, oh, in the household, but for real, for real, like siblings, oh, we might have been the ones that grew up in the household, but now we live in separate households with our own families, right? Um, so whatever, however you define your family unit, your family ministry, um, however that is defined, however that is mapped out, whatever that dynamic looks like, if it is two dads, two moms, a mom and a dad, just a mom, just a dad, an auntie, an uncle, a grandma, a grandpa, like godparent, you know, um, or parents, you know, whatever the case may be, um, or none at all, right? Um, Whatever that looks like for you, or if it means, you know, folks that do not share the same blood as you, whatever family means for you, because I guarantee you something or somebody is your family. I don't care if you're sitting on the side of the road and you got a favorite rock. That's your family. Okay? This is hence why we need not judge anyone. You know, when we see, hey, listen, I'm talking to rock, baby. I'm minding all business. Okay? Even if it is, plenty of things I'm just saying because I, I can't help it. My response to everything's laughing. <laughs> see? Um, I can't help it. So, you know, there are a lot of things that I see and think are funny. Or, you know, because they're different, you know. But even though I embrace the term and and meaning but how weird but um okay <laughs> like I can still mind my business if that's what's going for you then that's what's working for you y'all my necklace is stuck and I can't get it and it's bothering me because I'm just looking at the thing right here mm-hmm. um but you know it whatever whatever family means for you um it is about you contributing to that um to that unit um and what we always talk about is making it a positive you know, using your positive influence, making it a positive impact, um, you know, just all things good, all things positive. And again, just like earlier when I was saying about like the example of press on, you know, still means to take a break and things like that. So when we say positive, does that mean that all things that happen to you are good or feel good or look good? No. Does that mean that all decisions that you make are good decisions or in a positive way and manner and be, and you always display positive behaviors. No, that's not realistic. 
what it means is that, again, the idea of what we talked about, right? The idea, oh, wow, went away. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I want to flip right to it. Thank God I got it somewhere else. But, you know, the idea is not to live forever. So in that same idea um, or same notion of, you know, that something that we would think about, like, oh, we're going gonna, gonna to live to, you know, 150 million thousand. Like, I'm going to do this, right? Um, that's not the goal. It's to make that impact. <clears throat> And so that brings us to, you know, the second half of the, of, like I said, the promo um, and picture that I posted for the show the, today. Um, it's but to create something that will. That's for you. That's where, you know, family unit and ministry rolls easily and transitions into legacy. You're living to leave a legacy. That's it. That's it. Simply said, simply put, not easily accomplished. And that's okay too. It's not supposed to be because it's worth so much more. I don't know about anybody else, but everything that I am doing, every, everything that I am doing is something that I've never seen before. That's hard. That's difficult. That's tough. Okay. Um, so, you know, it's, it's still though, it's mind over matter and it's, it's mission over, over everything. Um, which is the fact that I'm working to create something that will live forever. My legacy. What is your legacy? So when we talk about family and how we've been talking about family all month, um, you know, and so the, the topic today is family when it's all said and done. When it's all said and done, it's not about living forever. It's not about each of your relatives living forever. And, you know, it's breaking my heart to say this right. It's not about, you know, your fur relatives, you know, the, the animals, right? Your pets and stuff to live forever like that. You know, to some people I know it's harder than others to be able to deal with. Um, and so, but it's still to create something that will, the memories. Um, I love how, I don't know, who in the world was talking to you? Oh, Sydney's Gigi. Um, shout out to Gigi Bear. And so, you know, just in the sweetest voice ever. Okay, because my sister is emotional. As Benji jumps up to say hi to her, I just, um, Benji, because he, he hopping up because he wants to be loved on. Um, you know, like it's, what Gigi Bear said, she, oh, I wish I could quote it verbatim. And it was like literally like three words as she said, it was the way she put it. But the gist of it really, it was just in the sweetest voice. She just said, you know, it's, it's the memories that are in our minds. Cause I was talking about the fact that <laughs> I was, <laughs> Sorry, paparazzi in my house right now. Um, because it's the flash next to my grandma at graduation. <laughs> Holding her dog, taking pictures with the cheeses. Okay. It's the ghetto for me. Uh, <laughs> ma'am, please hold your applause till after the commencement. <laughs> ghetto. Um, <laughs> see? Familial units, you know, you learn to embrace, embrace them all. I've definitely been that person for, for her and other people. So it's fine. Just, you just kind of come in and rough things up out of love. Um, but, you know, you, you think to, um, I'm sorry, not think to, because I was going to go ahead of myself, but she had said like, you know, it's, it's the memories, the memories are to, um, you know, are the ones that, 
we really want to capture, because I know that's what I'd said before she made her statement. And I was like, you know, it's the ones, it's always the moments that I want to capture. It's the ones, of course, I've taken pictures of things myself or whatever, um, but it's never the ones that I really, really, really want to get. And it's funny because Gigi is definitely the one in your family vacations, any just get togethers, anything. She just always gets the best, like to me, captures the best moments um, and memories. And, and I've never been good at that. Like I'm always the person that just is, kind of enforced but really it's just always just lived in the moment um and then after I'll be like dang like I remember when I had my little digital camera it was red not red red um and boom had it worst pictures on there ever just just terrible shout out to my red cameraman got me through um so excited to finally have one but <clears throat> you know she's been that person so for her to make the statement of like that's always like that though like it just helped me to feel better about it love you see you tomorrow Love you. No, I'll call you about tomorrow, actually, because um, we're going to Gigi's. Okay. Um, but yeah, so, uh, you know, for, for Gigi to say that, like, it just made me feel so much better about it um, because it really is true. And it's not just when we lose someone, you know, we'll say that like, oh, you know, memories are in our heart. Oh, we'll remember you forever, you know, in our thoughts and our prayers. But why does it have to be after the loss of someone? You know, especially when we're talking about family and we're, while we're still in this, you know, the, the smack dab in the middle of this pandemic, this world health crisis, you know, and a lot of us, you know, have or are losing, you know, our family. Um, again, from whatever. I don't know what that big thing was. Sounds like everybody's still alive. Okay. Um, it's, it's not from once they've, you know, crossed to the other side of Zion. Um, it's really for us to reflect on. So reflection, self-reflection, then we move into familial family reflection. So that's where therapy, you know, group sessions, family therapy and all that comes into play um, simply because that allows you to reflect in the presence of others that may or may not have experienced that um, the girl that came down here with a book bag on her tennis shoes in her hand. Um, but you know, it, that's just that, like we need it. We need to come together as a family, as units, as groups. Um, because I think that we practice, we kind of do it anyway. It's because we need to do it with our families that we began to, um, entertain the thought and the idea with other groups that we may be involved in. So we, for those of us that might have some church hurts, uh, for those of us that, you know, have our group of friends and there's one person that's been at odds with other people or something, we come together, even if it, you know, goes to hell. Like, even if it's not, you know, y'all know what I'm talking about, that whole like friend ambush thing situation like that didn't go well. Well, enough for me, I guess. It helped me to distance from the people I would have never distanced on my own, you know, distance from on my own, but was forced to, fine. Um, but, you know, it didn't go the way that I would even think it would. So either way, but we, we do those and we allow ourselves to entertain, right, those um, ideas and that concept because we really subconsciously feel as though we need um, and know, not feel as though, subconsciously know that we need these types of sit-downs and gatherings with our families. Because 
just like I said, a lot of us, if not all of us have, you know, mental health issues, all of us have family issues because at least there's somebody within our family, our familial unit, however that's defined, that has a problem, had a problem, something. Um, and it may not necessarily be the ones that are televised. It may not necessarily be the ones, you know, that are similar to others. Like those might be those and then there's some others, like whatever the case may be. Um, there are issues within families more than I know in the Bible we talk about when two or more are gathered together. Um, and when I think of that, just that part of it, I know how that scripture ends, but just that part of it, two or more gathered together, baby, somebody got issues somewhere. Okay. It just all you need, is, it, it could be issue, mental health issues. When one person is standing there, child, don't let it be two or mo, <laughs> baby. And, and, but it, guess what? It's okay. And that's okay. I'm going to always say that. Because it helps you to allow reality to seep in, like I said earlier. And that is definitely a start. It's a good start to allow reality to seep in. Um, And so when we're talking about when it's all said and done, it comes back to the idea is not to live forever, but to create something that will. Will your family's legacy be something that should live forever? That's your B question, your BQ of the week. Okay? Right now, as your family stands, as is, I know they sell stuff and be like, as is, you can't return it. Um, just because I got 10% off because I said I had a spot on the sweater. Moving on. <laughs> I cracked myself up. Um, you know, the your family as is, right? So before y'all even consider therapy, individual, group, you know, mediation, facilitation, all that. Um, before you consider that, just as is. Or or let's go a step further, because remember this year is about forward motion, so we're not even going to stay there. So say if, um, just walk with me for a second, right? If, you know, you you do get around to, you get somebody in your family, if it's just cousins, y'all, I'm telling y'all, please think outside the box. Because we we know we don't even have to question or ask, you know, do we need therapy? Do we need all families need therapy? Just like all living, pe- breathing people need family. I mean, oh, I messed up and said something good there. I messed up and said something good. Um, just like all breathing people need family, all breathing people need therapy, and all family units need group sessions. Okay, you're welcome. Um, so that's that's the given when we talk about like an equation or something like a mathematical problem. That's the given. Now let's work through um, and solve for X. Okay. Um, so instead of thinking about oh before or if, so say if. Right. Once we get to the point of you know you guys have considered, it's just the cousins. So to just the cousins, don't get together and go to group sessions just to be able to talk about their you know crazy parents and aunts and uncles. You know. Um, and so when you get there, when you think of your very first group family therapy session, um, what is your family walking in at? Are you able to walk in there confidently thinking that, you know what, we can tell them, you know, everything. And it's because, baby, what's going to live after this because of how it is now is is lifelong. It's, it's perfect. It's good. It needs to stand as is. Or, or. Because I know we like options. Um, or is it that when you walk into this very first family group session, uh, family group therapy session, that you know that we have work to do. 
we need help to identify all of the areas of improvement that we're in need of. This is making me want to cry. This like, I want to water up a little bit. Um, and we need help then to comb through each of the items on this list in order for our family legacy to be something impactful to live forever. Which one is it? Which one do you identify with? Family A, that's walking in there, head held high. This family is good to go, baby. You can write us down now, and then we're going to come here or whatever every Thursday at 8, but I mean, or are you in family B? I said, listen, baby, we need some help. We need some milk, okay? Um, milk to magnesia, move on. But, <laughs> and so, you know, and, and we need to be able to get there for both because in both families though, it's still, you know, to have this family legacy to live forever. That's just, that's the goal. So we're not just out here, millennials, be clear. We're not just out here breaking generational curses. No, 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 no. You're breaking generational curses in order for the generations to come, you know, behind you um, or come after you, however you put it, that they live a better life than you have. Because the generations before us have said it and at least heard the notion and the concept of your children should do better and be better than who you are. But they didn't necessarily know and have the right guidance and the mindset to be able to work toward that. Is that all right? Y'all got it? So it's, um, it's, it's just about that. Okay. You gotta, we gotta be very clear that you're not, you know, uh, assuming generational wealth just to have it. It's to pass it on. Okay. Just like I'm about to pass on to this commercial break. We be right back.
And now, so, <laughs> hey y'all, I'm always say the same thing. Guess who's back? That's always what comes back to me. Or guess who's back? 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 Is that Shady Shady's back? Oh, what's the one with Mace? Guess who? I, I'm gonna figure it out. It's fine. It's the one that's really in my head, but I can't get to it. So. Shout out to the fact that the show is called The B-Mix. It's honestly because uh, for two reasons. Um, one, I'm always mixing words up and songs and all that. So just got to um, and, and two, because baby, I'm the same one, that, especially back when I used to like cuss for bad. It's crazy. Um, I could go into like talking about Jesus and just intertwine it all. So it's just, it's a mix. Be the mix where you are. Uh, moving on. <laughs> so all that to say, there's really one song that's always in my head, but that's how it's coming out of my mouth. Um, that's why you can't judge people because you don't really know what they're trying to say. Because even though you know and heard what they said, then it's a catch 22. I'm just jumping out what's in my head right now. Then it's a catch 22 because <laughs> whatever you say, though, is all that you can be held accountable for. And so you got to say what you mean to me, what you say. You're welcome. Um, but yeah, so y'all, listen babies okay listen up listen listen to Anini. listen to B. listen whatever you call me okay um we got to work on families we need family reconciliation we need it we are now what just days shy of you know the six day um, six day six month uh mark um in the in the in this year in 2021 um, and we have six more months to go. What are you doing with them? This is your mid-year check-in. Um, you're forced to be home with your family. Again, whatever that means for you, you're forced to be home with them. What impact have you made? What impact, what influence have you used? What influence do you have? You definitely have some. So I'm asking you what? Not if, what, what influence do you have? Um, and with the influence that you have, what impact have you made in and on your family and for your family? So it's three different parts. The impact that you've made within your family, um, just as, as, as yourself, right? So to, for someone to be able to look on and say, you know, I have a sister that, I have a brother that, I have a such and such that, Right. Um, and then the impact that you have made on your family, as in like, you know, what you bring to the table, what, you know, who you are in the household, um, how you stand um, within that, you know, familial and family unit, um, what contribution you make uh, within your family ministry that then pours out for when you go out to represent your family. And so the impact that you make for you know, your family says in, on, and for. The impact that you make in, on, and for your family. What is it? Again, not if you have it. You have it. What is it? So you have, I'm just saying, you have six more months to figure that out. Because, um, I mean, we see that things are definitely, you know, trying to get back or get better or, you know, get out, you know, in reference to, you know, just the shutdown, the COVID and all that. But it's still very real, very present. Um, don't let it just be because media, you know, slow down and telling you this and that. Still here. It hasn't been any announcement yet to say that, you know, there's no more COVID. No one in the world has COVID anymore whatsoever. That's not the case. Uh, and we don't know when we're going to hear that. So at least take heed, 
right? And I did I take heed and identify the need. You're welcome. Um, so you know, you want to work on family. Family reconciliation feels good. The idea sounds good. It looks good. Did I say looks alright? <laughs> No, I said feels, right? Feels, sounds, and looks good. Um, And it's necessary. I said it again. I'm going to tell you why. Because I explained to y'all like last week with the Father's Day edition, right? Um, With all my babies that were in town. um, Like such a joyous time for me. Hence why I'm like, I'm just on a high on life. Um, And so it was in between um, like my, one of my oldest nephews graduated from high school then my oldest sister that got married, then my older brother that just got married on Father's Day. Um, just for our family to come together, all I could keep thinking to myself, and I've said a, a few times out loud, even at some of the events, was it's so good. It feels so good to have my family gather together and not for a funeral. That's all I really remember. Of us coming together. And I mean, us as in outside of my household. And we, like I said, in recent years have grown, you know, to be this this large. Um, we used to be able to kind of show up late because my mama was always late. Kind of slide into somewhere, um, you know, be there. Oh, okay. Bro. Oh, is that little banana? Oh, my goodness. Look at those cheeks. And slide out. Um, but now we cannot. It's too many of us. We're taking up whole rows, whole tables and a half and stuff. And so, which is a beautiful thing, but still. And so I'm talking outside of my immediate family that, again, used to be small. So we just have small group of us. Really, was just my mom and me and my two brothers um, that would, like, get somewhere, go somewhere. And then my older, older brother, Donald, from down south, who y'all met last week. Isn't he crazy? <laughs> um, you know, when he got older and, you know, grown and just work schedule stuff, he didn't necessarily, wasn't going to church with us or... Um, it wasn't, you know, coming to all the, again, to the funerals or things like that. And so it really was just three people. I always remember it was either a, a parent and three children or just three people. My mom, my older brother, myself, who just got married on Father's Day and myself. And so again, we were able to kind of ease and ease out. Now y'all saw just some of my nieces and nephews um, last week. And so it feels so good that we have gathered <laughs> gathered together um, on quite a few different occasions, all in one month. No, that, that was a lot. Niggas definitely could have replanned that, but that's okay. Um, that, you know, we gathered for such joyous occasions. Like, that, it's just that simple. I mean, on high, like in heaven. I literally experienced heaven on earth. Like, I'm not about to cry about it. But, you know, earlier where I got a little sad and it was about to come out of this high, then my happy tears were ready to come out of this high. But, you know, just to come together where I planned, I prayed, oh my God, have I prayed for days like this. And I literally just read a meme and saved it on my social media earlier that said, um, something like, it had other words to it, but, you know, just, just like cheer up. Oh, like cheer up, um, you know, because you, you know, you're living, you're living a, a prayer that you've prayed. And no matter how bad today is, that's your B tip of the week, no matter how bad your today is, which it could be your today, your right now, your yesterday, your 
tomorrow, you know, if you're preparing for some not so good news or just maybe to bury someone, like whatever the case may be, you're, no matter how bad your today is, you are living a prayer that you've prayed. I guarantee it. And I love you. And I'm so proud of you, one, for praying that prayer sometime way back when, because if you're anything like me, you prayed a prayer where you didn't, um, you know, you did not see it coming. Like some things for myself, like right now, there's some things that I don't necessarily see, but I'm totally in belief of right now, trusting and believing that it's it's going to get better for me. It's It's good. And it's going to be. Because I believe that and I believe it because it's going to be. So if there are systems that could work against us, whereas you know how we talk, especially millennials, that we talk about like, oh, okay, so I need it. Um, here's, you know, this job, you know, or a career path that I want to take, but I need, you know, the degree for it. So I go to school, I get the degree for it, come back to the job. Well, no, now I need the experience for it, but no one will hire me in order for me to get the experience. And that like never ending, like, cycle that feels like you're going backwards basically let me go this way it's counterclockwise y'all know i can't tell time so i don't know which way is clockwise and which way is counterclockwise but got it so it's the hands um and so you know we get that it's if, if we have systems in place like that they can make us feel like we're going backwards in backward circles then why not implement positive and forward motion circles right so again, with um, the idea that, you know, we want to work on family, work on ourselves in order to be able to work on, you know, contribute to working on our family, to grow our families and to be able to grow um, and contribute to growing our society and, you know, just to grow our world. Because we still, I mean, just because we're working within our own community and I think my producer might like this because he definitely talks about this, where I'll be like, no, all things black. And the crazy was when I say that, I just mean like to, promote and push us more but it's because i'm very conscious and know what is something that he says often is that you know we 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 wouldn't and probably shouldn't you know be looking to survive like without you know the white people now given that we want to depend on them or something no. um but we don't want to depend on anyone so that's the point so it's just the fact that you know we we were all made for reason to intermingle and all for reason so it's not you know that oh all black we just need to come and i know i've talked about it so before y'all get the oh you're a hypocrite and i say you know about separation not necessarily segregation but separation let us be black over here y'all gonna be white over there um at some point we start to mingle though and that's still what i meant even then i, I realized that show i probably wasn't as clear as i meant to be and, and should have been but um you know it's it's the mere fact of you know that again we grow ourselves um, be able to contribute and grow our family, right? So then to be able to contribute and grow our communities, um, neighborhoods and communities, and then to be able to grow and contribute to and grow our, you know, cities and state and country and community and world as, you know, as a whole and just keep going that way. So that way, as the world as a whole, that's the part that's right behind us that feeds into where it started. You know, when we talk about the 360 versus 180 thing, this is the time where we say 360. You see the circles? See the circles? It's a whole circles thing, okay? We're not stopping at 180, which is what you mean when you say that you've made a change for the better, that you made, you did a whole 180 with your life. You just got out of prison. You didn't do a whole 360. You're not going back, okay? You're coming out. You're going to stay out. We're going to manifest that. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we, we ought to create 
uh, or yeah, to draft, to create, um, to manifest, you know, we're going to put all the words out here, to implement, to execute, whatever, however you have to put it, positive um, cycles. Cycles, I think, are, are necessary because it, one, it gives us hope. Um, because I'm still on the, the high of like, you know, weddings and also you get the, the, there's the part where you talk about the rings. And so we talk about the circular, um, you know, shape, the fact that there is no end and no beginning. Um, and while that can't necessarily um, be the case uh, for society, and I'm sure in the ideal world, sure, like, you know, utopia or heaven, <laughs> you know, like where there's just no beginning, no end, just it just is what it is. Um, when we think realistically here on earth, we can at least implement cycles and patterns that can operate that way. That can make me feel like I am sitting here in my stuff, dealing with my own stuff, or whether it be good or bad. So I'm in some heavy, deep, dark stuff, or I'm dealing with some happy, you know, things, the happy and good things. And either way that I am not going to, one, bleed on my brother or sister, so I'm not going to take it out on you, but I also can just genuinely be there for you. Whether if you need help with something heavy and dark as well, or if you need help with something or just, or if you deserve to be celebrated just because, or because there's a great thing that's just popped up or happening for you um, that is involved and included in a positive flowing cycle. Um, I don't know why for females, I guess I was about to say pause because I ain't mean like menstrual, but whatever, that ain't what I'm talking about, but okay. <laughs> I know somebody somewhere just ew, get over it, get over it, it happen. Um, but you know, a, a positive flowing cycle, a positive of flow, uh, or a cycle of ever flowing positivity. I like it. I had to put the words together, y'all. A flow. What I say? A flow of no, a cycle of ever flowing positivity. Yeah, that's good. I like that. I like that. I have to keep that somewhere. I have to get that down. A cycle of ever-flowing positivity is the goal. That's it. That is the goal. That Look, I know what y'all do when y'all say that. This That is the post, right? Um, because, because why? Why, Benia? What are you rambling while we talking about? You know over your time. So what? My, my producer said I can go to 935. So y'all got four more minutes. Shut up now get over it but um because y'all think i'm just rambling on for no reason but i was trying to get the words to really stick in my head a cycle of ever-flowing positivity is is the goal or is a goal because again we've acknowledged that there are more than one that we can work toward that's why we identify and acknowledge rather that there are those of us because we're all uniquely made but then some, some of us have similarities um, that draw us together as far as the work on the mission. We might have similarities, but we might look alike, you know, sound alike, act alike, sure. But where we work alike, where we come together, like-minded, that's why that's a big key word. You can be attracted to that man. You can be attracted to that woman. You can be attracted to that, you know, questionable, right? Are you equally yoked? Are you like-minded? That's a start. Are you like-minded? And it doesn't mean, no, you like them. That's not what that means. Are you like-minded, right? Um, and it's it's because, you know, you want to only be connected um, with those that you are like-minded with, or those that you work well with, because it's always work to do. There's always something 
to do, um, something to press forward to. Um, and so because there are different goals that we're working to achieve and to accomplish, there are different, you know, subgroups, subcommittees of us within our community. We are not, it's not meant for all of us to, you know, hold hands and work all on, take the same amount of time and work on the same mission. I mean, the same goal. It's all for the mission. So the mission is the bigger picture, but there are different goals under it. So then that brings subcommittees, right? So subcommittees within us, if they're, they're the artists, you know, the creatives, you know, allow them to do that. And then there's subgroups in there. So they have different types of forms of art, you know, printed art, you know, the, the, the art of song and dance and, you know, things like that. So let them do that and let them utilize that time to contribute to us, okay? Um, because we know that there are, again, multiple goals in mind, multiple uh, mis- uh, visions. I don't want to use visions. Multiple goals to achieve and to accomplish. Let's just stay there because the overall mission and vision never really changes. We just need to be better, right? And then we specify what these different goals that we're achieving. And then these subcommittees of us within our community that are working toward these goals, all with like-minded with the mission and vision in mind, because we are very clear that the idea is not to live forever, but to create something that will. The idea is not to live forever, but to create something that will. That is for all people, especially for us black and brown people. Okay? Got it? I hope so. I love you. I see y'all next week because it's our anniversary. Peace.